that begins with a P. Who do you think he might be? Pulse. Go to the top of the class, that young man. How many other people have heard that word, pulse? It's the most important word you ever hear in music. The most, because pulse allows you to play music, not on your own, but with other people. And that's what makes music so exciting and so much fun. Okay, with that word pulse, can you all keep a really steady pulse on your knees? Can you get spiders? Spiders, so you can't actually hear it, but you can feel it and see it, and it's like... And then, you're going to turn that pulse into a wild run clause as I introduce Elsa! Woo! You're listening to the Thoroughly Good Classical Music Podcast, a conversation between audience and artists intended to demystify the classical music and opera art form. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It's available via Spotify and Audioboom. That way, you'll hear about the latest podcasts as they become available. Be sure to follow Thoroughly Good on Twitter or on Facebook, and you'll find the blog at thoroughlygood.me. Introducing the fundamental principles of music making is what the Benedetti Foundation, a UK-wide music education project spearheaded by violinist Nicola Benedetti, is all about. I've witnessed one of the sessions run for primary school children at the Southbank Centre in London today, a session dedicated to listening, movement, rhythm and pitch for primary school children from across the capital. It is important work obviously important work and a rewarding experience to be in amongst two there is warmth and excitement there's also a sense of completeness too as though the foundation's work and that of the collective experience of those in the claw ballroom this afternoon is somehow reinstating a missing picture on the wall filling a gap created by the cynicism and brutal destruction that the music education has suffered over the years by reminding people like me what the core goal is the individual's experience of and appreciation for the power of music on themselves and those around them the benedetti foundation will by the beginning of march 2020 have reached around 3,000 young people and 350 teachers across sites in glasgow london dundee and northern ireland Their weekends are packed full of participatory music-making sessions for primary school kids to 15-year-olds, connecting professionals, amateurs, students and newcomers together in a shared learning experience. It is incredible to witness. It's an emotional experience too. And at times today, I found it difficult not to think back to my own aspirations to be a teacher soon after I left university and wondered what might have been had I been able to pursue my studies further. If you want evidence of why music is important, go back to the beginning of a human being's interaction with it and see for yourself. See how it makes them feel and see what it makes them do. In this podcast, you'll hear from Nicola Benedetti and tutors Joe and Elsa Bradley. children repeating your name relentlessly uh, and it was a rather lovely thing to hear 
What were they doing? Why were they here? That was very disturbing, actually, and I'm very annoyed with Lucy and Lucy. And because, because, can you imagine if can you imagine if that was like a mainstay of the workshops where like my my surname was just repeated? Yeah. It's like some massive ego trip. There can was someone there with a very big microphone, oh, just to let you know. Oh my god! Uh, it was a joyous thing to hear and a joyous thing to see. It was. It struck me that it was all about energy, and and uh, very simple principles for those young people. Yes, and that is demonstrating one part of what we do, but it's um, it, everything you can think of that can be the beauty of music education we are trying to pack into a weekend, and we're trying to really not not do anything. Um, and it's a logistical nightmare, but when you have somebody like Laura Gardner managing the whole thing, somehow you get 450 children and their instruments in the right places at the right time, and it all it all happens very smoothly. So uh, I think we, we 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 we're trying not to be one thing um, and trying to really be as as kind of broad and all encompassing as possible, and to include as many. As, uh, as many um, personal stories that, that, that exist out there of how people relate to music and why they want to play music and why they have that connection in the first place. So, um, yeah, I think we're achieving that. Well, the thing that I, don't, I can't really put my finger on, <clears throat> I get that you're passionate, I get, I get that you love this and that you need this to, to happen. I want to know why you do this. Are you able to tell me that? Do you I know mean, the answer to that? It's a compulsion. It's not. It's it. The, the, there's no. There's no specific reward or. Also, I I think I'm quite good at doing this. <laughs> you know, like I've been getting. Okay. I've been standing in front of young people for a long time and. And trying to kind of galvanise, and I think um, if I really believe in something, I have I have some level of ability in in doing that. In Do you ever fear that people might say no to something? Um, have yeah, you experienced no, lots that? of people say no to lots of things. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, but Are you that just that just that? either <laughs> makes you no, it either makes you uh, more determined, or it makes you really question what you're doing and think actually maybe that does need reconsidering okay and i think we've had a fairly healthy mix of both but you know things are insanely positive right now the feedback is insanely positive and i know that that only means there's going to be challenge around the door you know i I know that that's how life works it doesn't just continue in some linear upward trajectory but um but i uh you are being self-effacing though it strikes me that uh you know what you want to achieve, you know how to achieve it, and you deliver it. And that seems, for somebody like me, that seems like that's the magic bullet. Yeah. Is that uh, how it seems no, to you? No, I, I, I think um, there is a relentless, um, relentlessness to trying to manifest a vision. And um, I can probably be annoying to work with because of that, but... Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just very, very privileged to be surrounded by people that are equally dedicated. And when I say surrounded by, I work alongside them. You know, they challenge me constantly and make sure that I've done my bit so that they can do theirs. So um, I would say I'm, I'm 
it's 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 a it's a pretty phenomenal working environment. Joe Bradley, yep. and uh, I'm a Kodai trained musical edu musical educationist. Uh, Kodai trained, just to, well, that's, compose, uh, compose. Zoltan Kodai, Kodai, yeah, who just basically put a, a methodology together for just uh, teaching music really simply, step by step, uh, a bit like you do ABC, yep. very much the same sort of thing, and then you lay, you the kids enjoy it, they achieve, and then you tell them how clever they are and tell them what they've actually just oh, done. Oh, you make which, it sound so straightforward. Which, well, <laughs> these guys have just done polyphonic hearing, so yes, but yes, they don't yes. know that, no. but they've been all doing that both rhythmically and uh, melodically. Uh, how did you get into this, please? Um, through my children. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a double bass player, right. first and foremost, and uh, I had to uh, retrain when I had my own family because I was bored. I'm sitting at home and but, 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 wow. but no, but they're no. self-sufficient then. They're self-caring <laughs> children. Yes, yeah, well, well maybe, but but uh, principally because I took my children to a little Kadai class in the middle of Halifax, and which was like a little song, fun and games. In fact, I think it was called music, fun and games. I went along, and I just thought, why didn't I have this methodology when I was at conservatoire, you know, ten years, fifteen years ago? And it just is so obvious and such a beautiful and simple way to learn music. And it's so, and the kids really get it. They, and they, they know that they're achieving. And what did you, when you experienced that methodology for the first yeah. time, this is going to sound a bit weird, but yeah. what impact did it have on you personally? Me, me personally, well, I just thought, first of all, why didn't I do it? Secondly, I've got to do this because this is the way forward. And but what was it about it that made you go... This is the way forward. Just watching these children achieve, and, and children of all aspects. So uh, we've had quite a collection of children here this morning, um, some with educational special needs, some with physical uh, needs, and just watching the way they react to music and just knowing that they can access it. It makes it so accessible, whereas you know, lines on a page, this is a crotchet, this is a quaver, can possibly be somewhat of a barrier. Yes, or, or at least it is to begin yeah, with. I get is, the impression yeah, yeah. That, that people are not saying, but these are, don't do that, it's just saying, let's start here. Yeah, these, these, are, these were children of four and five. Oh, they were that young? Yeah, they oh, were, wow. that's when I took oh, my wow, children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, yeah, but not that, today. Uh, no, but to, I mean, but today, some children, were, I mean, some of the children knew the songs we were doing, which, right. was, which was fabulous. Um, but some of them, it was new for them, but they, they achieved really quickly by, by just getting those skill sets really simply 
and and then layering them so it becomes complex and then they suddenly realise what they're doing. You I know. think that's probably what surprised me uh, seeing it. I mean, I went to the press conference the other night and I sort of I got a glimpse of it, mm. but it was I was really touched by the level of engagement, mm. how simple techniques were being introduced. Mm. And then it was built on, and there was a, uh, and this happens almost with a round. You know, when you start yes. singing around, yeah. there is a sort of a blossoming, yes. uh, and there's an enormous amount of love and warmth in the room. Yeah. Am I, am I no, projecting? No, no, no. You're absolutely right because the children, you know, they say, "Oh, we don't like singing," but as soon as you get them going, either with rhythmic, spoken word like rhyme, which then can become quite simple uh, melody, they just engage straight away. And it was quite complicated. I get that the, the name Benedetti yields uh, a great rhythmic yes, pattern, it does, yeah. <laughs> which is great for marketing as well. Yes. Uh, but, but actually, when you build it up into that sort yeah. of, when you play, mm. when you get them to perform three different patterns, mm. that's actually quite complicated for them. It is, but the words help. The words, because they have that word formulation in there, because that's, that's the first thing children learn to do move simple movement and simple words so so language is quite simple to them it's it's something they already have and in kadai you use skills already known that's why i did abc at the end because they knew the lyrics so i was only teaching one skill which was the tune and then they'd already done round or, yes. uh, and and one little girl came up with canon which i was seriously impressed with <laughs> <laughs> and 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 already you're just layering all those simple skills that we've set this morning. I mean, some of them may have done them at school, but not all of them will have done that. And certainly in the first session we did this morning, we had, we had big problems hanging on to the pulse because children have got something we forget as adults. They've got much shorter legs than we have. Oh, okay. So we yeah. set a we set a set. set I mean, I knew they had shorter legs, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> obviously yeah, I knew they, that. But. They, because we set a steady pulse with our legs. Yes, but actually, course. they're going to go faster than that and and it's a, it's it's really quite a complex thing is to get them to go slower that's harder than to get them to go faster uh, the other thing that i noticed which i thought was quite deft uh obviously i'm flattering you now <laughs> but uh was that when you were doing the benedetti sequence yeah. with the actions you then removed the words so oh, they yeah. were only oh, doing the actions well, that's, presumably that's, to embed the verb it is but you're also internalizing because that's something we do all the time isn't it we all have conversations to ourselves I have a word with myself most days actually do you? yes do you have an executive private, board meeting private, like me yes I do <laughs> but, but you're, you're creating this, this inner voice that they have in their head so they can start to because in the long shot okay initially we can have fun with it we can take things away we can add things in but in the long term you are teaching these children that this voice in here and they can they've, they've got this whole gamut of education in front of them that they're going to have to teach themselves so you're, you're, teach, you're teaching them to teach themselves just by putting these, these markers in place and setting out this really solid foundation of pulse, simple rhythms, inner voice and good listening skills. Why is this important? Because every child should have some sort of creative element and hopefully sound creative element in their life. We all have music in our lives, whether it's listening to the radio, singing in the shower, telling mum to shut up in the car when she's singing the song that... Has that um, happened to you? Um, <laughs> is, that, you is that why, why you're have to ask, that? You'll have to ask in the next interview. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's, it's so important because it makes you feel just... I mean, there used to be a, a, an advert, isn't there, for a beer about it reaches the 
yes. parts that others yes. don't. And singing does that. And I can guarantee you I can have a, a set of children in front of me and they're all sort of like Monday morning ish or Friday afternoon ish or whatever it is. And as soon as you start singing, you can literally just pick them up and life because it sort of it's, it kicks off endorphins I mean I don't know whether that's medically correct or not but I know it does in me and I know other yes, people say exactly the same and thing I, and I wonder whether my emotional response you know I found that quite emotional to be in amongst because it's like this is going right back to the beginning yes. this is the reason this yeah. is important this yeah. is why we listen to it yeah. and when you hear a crowd of really young people all around you responding in that way you've got to be pretty cold-hearted it if is. you don't think if I'm not careful, I'm going to cry. I know. I mean, Do you manage that? Uh, I think so. If I can, if I can just sing my um, older person's song for a minute, this is one of the most exciting things I've ever done because I've been doing these sort of things for quite a few years since my, I had my, started my family. And you always feel like you're shallow frying a little, a little group of children. Shallow frying. You, you, you have them for a wee while and, and they, do, they achieve amazing things and then they go on to senior school and you lose them and then they're whatever. But, and, and everybody seems to have their own little enclave or their own little, this is, this is my little world. But the, what Nicola has set up here is, is, is almost like she set the roots of a tree. And this tree, the sp- it's just spreading, and the generosity that has come from the very top, and it's with throughout the whole weekend, you'll you'll feel and hear this. It's just this this generosity that is just just spreads like roots along the ground I and tried the tree. To, and, I tried and, to ask Nicola this the other day. Uh, inevitably, she was not really going to respond to my question. But what do you think she brings to this that makes it what it is? The generosity and share of sharing. Because, as I say, I've shallow fried all these children and I actually feel that what I'm giving out here now, and not just me, but all the other tutors in their own uh, particular expertise, they're sharing all these things which we all know will go further. We're sharing them with teachers, we're sharing with non-specialist teachers, which is a huge, huge group of teachers who are given music curriculum in school. I say this with my educational hat on. They're given this music curriculum and it's like panic city because yes, it's, yeah. it's one thing that they get very little help with at teacher training. And if they're lucky, they might have done grade one piano or a bit of clarinet, you know, in their past life. Yeah, and it's, well, you have to be, don't you? And it's, it's all about the energy and, and teachers and that actually. Comes from her. Uh, well, I think so. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is just like she's brought, she's opened up this book of all the people that she feels or other people have recommended to her that d- that put out this good practice. I mean, in in educational speak again, teaching, sharing good practice, and this is what we're trying to do, and not just say, well, we'll do, we're doing this, and you can join us, but I'm going to save my best bits for later. No, so you you're going to get my best bits now. So you talk about it almost like it's a practical CPD for the teachers, yes, not only absolutely. for the kids. Oh, totally, and for us, yeah. and for tutors. I've learned loads working because I've been working with tutors and people that I haven't I know of or but I haven't worked with them alongside them before and I'm learning stuff all the time and it, the whole the whole it's when I say it's a bubble it's not a bubble it's a bubble that's that just sort of continually bursts and throws out this spray of of of, of good sharing and good practices. Okay, one of the this is one of the mottos of the Benedetti Foundation. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Don't be afraid of making 
Ailsa Bradley. I'm a freelance percussionist uh, based in London and I do a lot of performance, mostly in orchestras, and I do quite a bit of education work uh, on large scales and also one-to-one. Why are you doing this? Why wouldn't you do this? This is amazing. There's not many um, organisations um, where you get the chance to work with like huge amounts of children across the entire range of ability whether it's absolute beginners or almost non-instrumentalists up to um, you know very advanced players so it's um, it's quite a privilege to be asked to be do it and it's like really inspiring to work with other people um, and also with the amount of children and young I'm, people I'm going to challenge you and oh. say uh, I get that yeah. <laughs> but what motivates you to do this because I think you have to be a certain kind of person who believes in, in who has a core belief. I'm trying to get at your core belief, really. Come on. <laughs> I know it's lunchtime. Um, uh, my because not everybody would feel comfortable doing this. No, no, that's, that is very true. There's a lot of people um, who... Would who feel quite who, nervous. Yeah, who totally. Who would feel quite nervous. Yeah, totally. Um, music, we, we, everyone knows that music is a very powerful tool, and but I think it can at when you're a young person it can give you a lot of freedom and create uh, like open up create create creativity in yourself and I'm trying to I want to try and create that from get that from all people so whether it's young or old I or older sorry I should say um I really just want to try and encourage them that not to get to get nervous or to feel un, um without confidence I want them to be just confident in, in being who they are and if they think something's cool or interesting then do it it's fine like so what if someone else doesn't do it like just have the confidence to be yourself or to say what you like or to do what you want and not feel the pressures um, around you that, that, that stop you from doing things that's what I would like when I was at university I conducted um, a university orchestra a wind band and then I went on in the second term of my third year to do some uh, sort of Saturday morning uh, it wasn't teaching it was you know Saturday morning music school in yeah. Lancaster and uh, and I did that and I loved it I absolutely loved it and the reason I loved it was because I felt as though I was it sounds so cliched I felt as though I was given the very giving the very least I could give back and when I did that I saw the whites of people's eyes. I saw, I saw children smile, and I got something yeah. back from that. Yeah. I wonder whether, whether I'm weird or whether you... Ex- I'm clearly not weird, but uh, <laughs> whether you experience something a bit like that. Yeah, totally. Seeing, seeing their faces being quizzical, like lots of emotions that you don't necessarily see if you just meet a child and say hello. If you strike up a conversation as a stranger with a child, or even in like a, you know, a friendly environment, they're a bit like... They're probably quite yeah. intimidated and scared. And in, in these situations, you get to see way more emotions from them. They get to see reactions that, yeah, quizzical, interested. Whoa, never knew that. That's cool. Didn't know that. Ra- you know, a fact that they might just, you know, like bore their family like relentless with. But it's something that they've learned. It's something that they wouldn't have known before. And perhaps they wouldn't have, you know, wanted to read it in a book. They wouldn't have found it interesting. But in a different setting, they can like, yeah, they inspire you. To, they also make you realise that what music is interesting because you know sometimes you can get into routines of doing certain things, and they make you realise that um, music is music is enjoyable. It, it brings out things. So yeah, you get to see a lot. You get a lot 
probably, I could probably get more from them maybe than they get from, from Do you us. Find it exhausting because I my recollection of it was that I I felt as though I threw an enormous amount of energy into the process because I wanted to, but afterwards suddenly it's like the adrenaline is dropped off and I, I can't so do you experience that yes I'm human being <laughs> yeah. oh, you are. I oh, am great. a human being yeah so after this I'll probably just lie in a dark room for right. <laughs> no no it's, yes totally exhausting but I think you have to give everything to them because you expect you want to get you're giving a lot and you also expect that back from them or you know a large proportion of them so you have to give more it's the same when you perform you have to give you have to do more than you what you think is normal to get to get a response back so yeah totally totally exhausting but worth it i want to ask you about the rhythm exercise so obviously what i observed was something i felt was sort of um really expansive uh very challenging uh, you know it wasn't like simple stuff necessarily <laughs> it was a yeah. it was a, a rhythmic phrase that was built up and up and up and they were being encouraged to do a round um which was very successful uh, but there is something about about the idea, and I saw this at the press conference, of using Nicky Bettinetti's name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and getting them to repeat it over and over again with that with that primary value of the foundation, which is I can't now remember. Uh, don't make a mistake. Don't make mistakes. Yeah. So she has Nikki has quite a few phrases that are like concepts that she's trying to get across, and one of them is like she wants she wants her children to just go for it. You know, really give everything they've got and don't be afraid of like oh, she don't, she'd don't rather don't be, be making mistakes. Mistake. So yeah, yeah. so I was trying to get across those concepts rather than just saying it once. And you know, there's a lot going on in an hour session, so they might not remember it. So I thought when you give them rhythms and phrases, they remember them. So I was trying to get across some of the core principles of what the whole sessions are about, which is you know absolutely going for it and don't be afraid about anything. Just just try. And, Go for it, and, I, and I get that. I wonder whether I may be emphasising this too much, so you must correct me if I am. But they are children at a formative age, mm. and and they are repeating a phrase which is really powerful. It's really self-empowering, which is "Don't be afraid make to make a mistake." Yeah. And and to do that over and over again <laughs> at a particular age. Yeah. Um, that's. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fathom out whether that was accidental or whether that was by design um because that strikes me as really as a really powerful thing to do for a kid yeah i think so but uh, yeah it was totally intentional um right. the the idea of using her name was just a word that they remembered the foundation but also just a word that they've come in contact with all of them have come in contact with um just by being here and phonetically so like with different syllables it worked out quite well to some of the rhythms i was doing <laughs> so, yeah, so, <laughs> and i'm not asking you right. to justify that. i'm just wondering whether um whether i'm reading too much into it um <laughs> maybe a little bit i, I was I, I thought that of, of her various focuses and what she wants to get from the people working in the foundation. That was one that made a quite a big impact on me. And I was like, yeah, because for young children, they're, they're, they are at an age where they're now starting to don't do this, don't do that. You know, mm. you should try this, you should think about that. And there's so much pressure put on them. And, and we're, what we're trying to get out of them is, is, to, is to be creative and not be scared of like trying different things. And so, yeah, I was kind of aware of, I, that was my, my favourite like focus and point that Nikki wants to get across so I was like yeah let's let's use that because I think it's it is very powerful and especially yeah when they're older primary age you know they're starting to become young people they're coming out of that child 
stage show. And it's something that they will remember, I, I think. Fingers so. <laughs> 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 crossed. <laughs> um, you've been in Glasgow. You've done all of this in Glasgow already. I haven't done it in Glasgow. Okay. There was someone else doing it in Glasgow. Um, but I'm doing all the rest from, yeah, from so London. It's London on this weekend. London this weekend. Dundee. Dundee. We have uh, also in Northern Ireland. Yes. And then we have uh, Antrim, I think, in Northern Ireland. Uh, later as well we're crossing Northern Ireland as well right. and then there's also some sessions in Manchester and I think there's also one in Saffron Walden and it's I a do week, believe it's a weekend of it's not just primary school kids it's no. that it's a mixed group as well yes I, I heard talk of string ensembles for example that consist of um, uh, a mixture of professional amateur teenagers and children all working together correct so uh, today there's one day of the weekend sessions where it's just for primary schools and also the teachers they do sessions as well um, and then the uh, the Saturday and the Sunday of the weekend that's when it's all uh, instrumentalists and um, mostly string instrumentalists and they have yeah they have um, large scale every, and then there are times when they all play together like 500 people on a stage playing their various parts and um, intermixed with yeah these ambassadors which are like young professionals mostly students um, and also professionals the tutors so and then there's ensembles and concerts uh, small little gatherings of concerts or presentations where it is yeah, a mixture of the um, ambassadors and the tutors professionals so yeah it's, it's always like I think with with this uh, with the foundation it's always just such a mass all the time you can do tiny little intricate work with your peers and people of your similar ability but also about total and utter inclusion and being like inspired and sharing with um, all, all different levels from from the absolute top to the absolute beginner from you know total professional to beginner and all of the stages in between um, what makes you proud of this I think the sheer energy and excitement from everyone involved um, people the children and the young people that are playing and involved right up to all of the tutors and the professionals and um, the foundation who work who run this you, you can see everyone is like excited to 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 do these weekends to to it's not a case of oh we've got this idea let's try and make it happen and, and see what works and analyze it it's like a, everyone is excited and that's quite refreshing to have every, that feel that feel that throughout the um, whole foundation one last question, because there are children arranging themselves in a slightly scary <laughs> way, uh, which is, um, having spoken to Nikki at the press conference, uh, I obviously have an impression of Nikki. Uh, I wonder what you think she brings to, quote, the party in order to make this happen. What is it about her that makes this thing the thing that it is? Um, passion, I think. The main thing that struck me with her is... I knew of her as a, she's a you know incredible international soloist, one of the best, like you know, superstar level. And actually, when you meet her on a one-to-one -one basis, she's so down to earth. Um, it's quite hum, like humbling, um, but it's her passion. And whenever she's, whenever you, you've spoken about um, putting this together, like she's just got so much to give. She's got so, so much to give. You know, she could be exhausted. She flies all over the world and does incredible, intense concerts. But she's got so much. She wants to give so much to, to change things, to try and change things and develop and inspire lots of people, like basically, basically to inspire and to enjoy music um, and push them 
further than they think they could go perhaps and also just give them a level of enjoyment. If I told you, if I told you that I saw you as a leader, what would you say? Um, Not in the orchestral sense. But yeah. As in a, I, I think I think that that's. Sit right I you? think it's okay. Yeah. I, oh. It doesn't make me. It doesn't make me squirm like <laughs> like too badly. I think okay. it's it's sort of fine. Um, um, but I think you can embody leadership with all sorts of different values and ideals and I would hope that that what what I'm trying to lead is is something that has some you know you're reasonably okay at taking a compliment yeah <laughs> it's, it's okay like, like yeah, about other good. things yeah like um the, 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 no that one's okay okay You've been listening to the Thoroughly Good Classical Music Podcast, available on Spotify and Audioboom. To get in touch, please tweet at Thoroughly Good. You can also follow Thoroughly Good on Facebook and read the blog at thoroughlygood.me.